But 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 let me give you the girls' point of view. A lot of the girls are not willing to put up with ambitious men. You know why? Because they want them to be time for them. Yeah. And an ambitious man doesn't have time for you all the a lot. He does no. not. Are you willing to forego that time? For me, yes. Like I understand yeah. what it's for the end goal. For the exactly what are I don't know. To build? That's that's, that's a great question. It is. It is because you know when we first met, Russ was like, "It's thirty. It's going to be sixty, seventy hours a week for me. Are you willing to not see me for those times?" I'm like, "Yeah." You know why? Because I believe in what you're doing. But did he still make time to like work on your marriage to keep? some sort of connection. He did. Exactly. That's the thing is like you still have to make time to like make your woman feel loved or make that person feel loved. He did. I, I have no problem with an ambition because I'm an ambition. I have my own thing. Of course. Life. Yeah. But as long as they know like this is my love language. This is this is what I require. I don't need it all the time but I still need to know that we are still going to make time for date nights. Right. And at least know that we are. What one. you're looking for is a balance. Exactly. Right. We all want, we all try to achieve a work-life balance. As we get, as we're younger, at least when I was younger, speaking from personal experience, it was all work. And then as you get older, you start realizing there's more to life than just work. you got to find that balance. Yeah. I think a lot of people have a challenge finding balance in all aspects of life and trying to find somebody and trying to find, trying to balance that ambition and trying to find some time to have a family. I think that's a struggle for people because there's way... America is a rugged, individualistic country, mm -hmm. and we're always trying to keep up with the Joneses, with our friends, with our family. Absolutely. We're all trying to one-up each other in conversations and our travels. I'm not like that. Alicia's not like that. But we've come across people that you go to dinner, and it's always like, what do you do, what I do? And, and the conversation kind of dies down because it's not a superficial. It's, a superficial. it's superficial. Right. Oh, you're just trying to one-up each other. Right. It's, it's like, and it's good, so annoying. So I always say, good for you, good for me. There's always somebody stronger, faster, smarter. Uh, wealthier, right? Unless you're Jeff Bezos or Warren Buffett or something, you there's always somebody. You could be worth ten billion, or somebody worth fifteen billion after that. So, but it's defining like what's important to you, right? Like you had said earlier, it's, it's defining like what you agree with right. and and what you want, and then your significant other also agreeing with that and knowing that there's an understanding. Absolutely. And for me, it's like I I. But how much how much does physical mean to you? I, I think you still need to be like attracted to. I mean, right. I'm thinking guys but that weren't like. Is it weighted towards physical or is it weighted towards mental? Uh, mine's more mental. Like right. I love a guy that can have a good like conversation, conversation right. intellectual conversation, and I love someone that we can get really deep with. And so physical is there. Like I like to work out, so obviously I like someone that we could maybe go work out. That could be yeah, do something like, together. That's yeah, our way to find time for each other. Right. Because I've dated guys that weren't like physically like what I normally go for, and they were amazing guys. They were super smart guys. What happened? They were mature. Like they just mm -hmm. they still wanted just to have a friends with benefits type of relationship, uh, and I'm like, uh, I'm over that stage. Yeah. Like I'm done. So that's what happened, and it's like they were just not in the right headspace to want to have an actual relationship. Right. And they and when I would have those type of conversations of like what I expected that's where they turned off and i was like oh well, should i not say what i expect but it, and at one point i would kind of be like well i'm not going to say anything i'm just going to see how it goes but now i'm like no i'm within a few dates i'll let you know like this is what i appreciate and yeah no i agree i agree since you get older you talk really less you do because yeah. life's too short you less to have you know yeah. crappy people in your right. life yes 
energy energy zappers. Yeah. Buzz killers. Buzz killers. Yeah. <laughs> buzz killers. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, they are buzz killers. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it goes back to let's talk a little bit about women and men in terms of communication. I think when we talk to men and we give men maybe a scenario or a problem that we're having, most men want to fix our problem, right? Yeah. And that's what is me. and that's what do women want? Women just want to be heard. When, they just want to vent. They just want to talk to you through the problem and through the situation. But I think immediately the men jump into, let me fix it for you. What do I need to do to fix it for you so you don't feel sad or you don't feel, you know, you, defeated? You, do you feel like is that, yeah, is that something that you, that you, yeah. No, you, men, men are fixers. But men are fixers innate, innately. Yeah. They want, you know, you, they want their woman. It, they want their woman to be okay with it. What can I do to fix this problem for you? I need to go be that. So that's a difficult communication that's problem. That's a different part of my life. Okay? <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it comes down to, again, communicating. Like, I have realized now, even with any of my, like, friendships, sisters, like my sisters and I, Sometimes I just want to vent. I don't need a solution. I yeah, it's just a vent. It it's just a vent. Yeah. And they just want to be heard. Women just want to be heard. And then once you yeah. know, so now I've, I've realized like, hey, I need to talk about something. I just need you to hear me out. I don't need you to give me solutions. And that is the way I will treat my relationships um, with the man and be like, I don't need you to problem solve. I just need to vent it out and then I'll be done. So here's a tip for the men. Yeah. You just want to show that you care about what she's saying. Or oh. ask. Like and you so acknowledge her, you hear her, her and listen to what she's saying right. and not and say, validate and validate what she's saying and recognize that what she's say, saying like, is affecting male, her. That is not too much to ask. It isn't. It's no. your significant it isn't. It's a girl you're interested in. Has to get something off her chest, has to get it out there. Then if you, I, if you don't have the patience to listen to that. Exactly. You're not ready for the relationship. You're not ready for the relationship. There's times when I will say something to Rusk and I'll preface everything with like, I just need you to listen to me because his immediate response is like, what do I need to fix it? Let me get on the phone and talk to somebody and fix this problem for you. And I will preface a conversation that I just need to vent. Like, honey, I just need to vent with you. I just need to let it out because I just can't hold this in anymore. But I don't want you to fix anything. It's just me venting for you because I know his immediate response is he wants to fix it for me. Yeah. I preface a conversation with, I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen to me. And he will, he will sit there and I'm like, and don't pop in with anything. I just need you to let me get it out of my, of myself. So he will sit there and he will listen to me, get it all out. And then I'm good. But it's a conversation, it's a communication tactic that I right. think people can can achieve. Yeah. If 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 as a woman, I know that my husband has a tendency to want to fix my issues, I say to him, I just want to vent with you because I'm struggling with the situation and I just need to talk to somebody about it. And again, this is a perfect case of communication. Yeah. Listen to your communication. You are letting him know. Exactly. I, just, I need to tell. I need to get this off my chest. I need to right. tell you. You don't have to do anything about it. But I. But I need to talk. Mm-hmm. But also, on exactly. The other end, like exactly. From the listener's perspective, like sometimes if we, if the other person doesn't preface it that way or preframe it, you can be like, "Do you need me to listen, or do you want me also to help you problem solve?" And that's the easiest right. way to just be like, right. "I just need you to listen." So at least you're 
acknowledging it and you're like they're just listening and just comforting them at that point. Yeah. What if it's something that yeah. happened at work and they're just outraged by it? Exactly. So all they need is you to listen and be like, you know, I know how you feel or I know that that sucks, you know, but I'm here for you, whatever we need. And that is it. Simple That's words, it. That's words, it. Feel supported. Yeah. Validating your partner and they know that they have somebody that's just. 100 there for them exactly and i think that's part of the the tactics that you can learn as you're communicating with someone is um really setting up the scenario where what's coming I, I i build up a lot and i don't let things out he's very good about venting right away and letting it out boom it's done and i'm not i will hold things in oh, if so. i'm bothered if i'm pissed if i'm oh, angry yeah, i'm like gonna ball, ball it up until i like freaking just hide enough and yeah. explode right. And so I'll go to him like I'm ready to explode, but I need you to like hold me back yeah. and just listen to me because I'm, I'm exploding right now. I need to just get it all out of my system. And but for Russ, it's very hard for him because he likes to fix things for me. He likes to get on the phone and fix it for me. And like, well, what needs to happen so this can get better? I'm like, nothing needs to happen. I just need you to hear me out and acknowledge and recognize. And so that's a tactic that we've developed over the years because he is a fixer. And I'm I'm not a sharer. I won't share. Like if you see me on social media, I won't be crying on my phone. If something's happening to me, like a lot of girls do, they will cry on the phone and I just had a situation because they want to show vulnerability. I don't do that. I don't do that because vulnerability for me is a weakness. Um, that can that can be like not necessarily a bad trait, but that it can be, be a little toxic because you you want with your partner, you need to show yeah. vulnerability. You and, need to be able to but that's the difference though, is I will show vulnerability with people I trust with people who know me very well. Right. Not with people who I know on social media and, and maybe know me, maybe not, who knows, maybe they just follow me because of whatever, but I'm only gonna be vulnerable to someone who I love and I know will hold my heart Which is in their hand and not- A personality trait. Yeah. You're you know, I mean, you're a, you're a strong, independent woman yeah. yourself. Yeah. I think that plays a big factor also. In your upbringing too, like how how you yeah. were brought up, like we're Mexicanas, so we know, like we were. And I hold it together for my family, so I always have to hold it together. Yeah, you always do. So I can't show weakness because everybody's hoping that I'm gonna be the, strong, be one. the strong one. You don't think you can show weakness? Yeah. But you can, but you don't. But I don't. Yeah. yeah. But she does. With and the that's person, that's something he works. helps me right. with. Yeah. She chooses not to. Right? Yeah. And I've told her that from time to time. It's okay to be vulnerable. People would appreciate honesty when you make a admit to a mistake, when you have this perception of being infallible, yes. and also where you just kind of fess up to something that you said you would have done different. I think people appreciate that respect of work. So going back to the communication, do you feel comfortable expressing your communication goals with your cup with your partners or with someone you're interested in? What do you mean by communication? Like, are you willing to say to them, I really would like if you just text me back? Yeah, I think after like the first, maybe like the first few dates, I definitely would be like, hey, I'm, I prefer to have a response within a few hours. I, it just, that might be, you know, an anxiety or a trauma from my past, but I need that reassurance. And that's just the way that I know that you actually are still interested in care. So okay. would, you, would you present it that way? Like I have my... You know, my like traumas, I, I, I my traumas from the past. Like, is that sometimes? It? Yeah, if, if I feel comfortable with that person, why? Why should I feel like I can't say anything to somebody? 
And if you're not, if you aren't able to like deal with that in a sense, it's like, then why are we in? Like, I, I feel like- Well, we, we haven't had a date yet. So well, I can't that's tell what I'm you. saying. This is like a few dates in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I think oh, I think I think I think Thomas is like uh, asking on a date right now. There's something. Listen, if you get with the Mexicana, you win. You won the lottery. I'm just saying, you get with the Mexican girl, you won the lottery. Well, you already know that the last one, whose mother I met on date one, <laughs> that was a Latina. <laughs> Oh, Thomas, were you were were you head over heels over her? I was. You know what? I she was, will have a spell on you. I know that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was really, I was really digging her vibe. I really was digging her vibe. And, what did you uh, like about her? What I like about her? Mm -hmm. Um, I loved the word ambition that I mentioned a bit ago. Okay. I loved her ambition. So she is a full-time tax accountant and she's in law school. But what happened was this, her schedule was insane. And and your schedule is insane and too. my schedule is yeah. also insane. And I am looking into getting into the graduate program at Rice for January. And that's 24 months of an even more insane schedule. So um, that's unfortunately what happened. I mean, okay. that, that, that is what happened. So, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. if you find her and she's Mexican, you won the lottery. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, just I mean, saying. She was an, <laughs> she was an amazing girl. Amazing no, value. no, she has to be a Mexican girl. <laughs> and one thing I really love is I have no family in Houston. You know, her family were all in Richmond, but her mom was here all the time. So for the first two or three dates when I came, when I drove her home to drop her off, her mom was there. And I remember on my birthday at the end of May, she, I dropped her off and her mom opened the door at her condo and she goes, Hey, you want to come in for some tequila? And I was like, I mean, you had me at hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was the mom single? Maybe you should have oh, hooked brother. up with the mom. You, you had me at tequila. <laughs> Maybe the mom was the the real candidate here. <laughs> no, the mom is not available. The mom is not available. But I uh, I hung out. You know, I saw the whole family. We had a couple of family dinners, family events. She was an amazing girl. Um, it um, for, it just didn't work out. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It was just timing. So uh, since then, I just went into work mode. You know. Yeah. And then the summer passed, and it's almost October. It's cuffing season, as they call it. It's what? Cuffing season. Cuffing or cuffing? What is that? Right? Cuffing season is, cuffing is season? where you find someone where you're going to, it's more You're like, going to stay warm with. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cuffing? Cuffing season is what they call Spell it. Spell that for me. C-U-F-F-I-N-G. -F -F what is cuffing? I it's just a phrase term. that, like, it's more millennial. And yeah, no kidding. <laughs> No, no, no. I just repeated what she oh, said. But you, but you knew what she said. I don't know what cuffing No, cuffing is. season is a thing. Okay. okay if you're on the social media or TikTok or following the trends, apparently like when the end of summer happens, you gotta find it's they've even made it a game at this point where you find so I'm gonna your keep, guy, keep you warm during winter. Warm. 
but it's like no, and then when you, spring comes you tell them to go fuck off yeah, or what then it's gonna be like like the summer was hot girl summer and it was really like working on yourself oh my god it's the trends that happen but i think that um hashtag cuffing like is it, I figured it, cupping, it, cupping would be make more sense. I was gonna say cupping or any other words. I was gonna hashtag. Maybe another one with an F in the front. <laughs> I mean, right, you know, right, right. right. So I think it's helping now. Hashtag fall blanking. You know? Fall blanking. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's got this look of disgust, like, no. ooh, no. But it's fall blanking. I'm totally about that. When you lay. I'm sorry, we're too old. We're not that much older. I'm 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 down with that. I'm down with that. Yeah, you were down. You were down hours ago when your hubby came back from picking up the microphone. He, you know what? I'm obsessed with my man. I know you are. He, he, he really has a hard time with me because I'm just obsessed with him. So, okay, what? I can't go anywhere because well, look, I can't I take him. I'm obsessed. Oh, like, How do you keep that spark alive? We don't want to know. We don't want to know. <laughs> you know, Elise and I just, uh, we both have strong personalities, but we somehow uh, just learn to get along. And I think a lot of it, I'm going to take credit for this, is that I am <laughs> at least 120% or 0%. And I'm very good at compartmentalizing. I can put things <clears throat> into different baskets very easily for me in terms of, I'm a, I'm a businessman since I was a kid. Yeah. I see ROI and FC anything. I know that, that that sounds a little cerebral in terms of emotion, but in a relationship, but I think that's what works with Alicia because Alicia struggled with guys for a long time because she yeah she, toxic she, relationships before she you is, mm-hmm. she is all in or she's not in I can be mm-hmm. in a little bit I can be a little bit more I can be a little bit more than that it all depends on my situation right yeah. if I have a business relationship and I think there's value in this I'm going to go a little bit more I'm going to go more in after that it depends on where I am in situations I think with Alicia is that I know she's 120 percent in. So I'm going to go 120% in with her. That's how so I it's see. finding a, a good match as well. Somebody right. that compliments you. I always joke that I won't have somebody that's exactly like me, but right. I can be a lot as far as energy level. Right. So I know my person's going to probably be a little bit calmer than I am. Maybe. Right. Or, or we'll just compliment But you want that balance. You don't want somebody exactly like yourself. No. You need a balance. You do need. No, you do need a balance. I mean, I would be like. No, you don't I'm want not, somebody I'm like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself so much. Again, going back to the conversation of how you stay married for so long is I've I've been obsessed with this guy for years. I mean, since we first met. And it's never faltered. If anything, I become even more obsessed with him. And that's a toxic trait now because it could be something that could really tear our, our relationship apart if I become so invested uh-huh. in who we are i will go to events and i will have to talk myself out of like don't don't go crazy on him if there's another woman talking to him 
Don't go crazy if another woman approaches him. You got to tell yourself. I talk to myself about that because I'm very much. Um, Every time. I'm very possessive of my relationship. I'm very protective of my relationship. But it's good that you're aware of those things. I, I am, but I also out. know that it's something that bothers him a lot because we would go out and he knows that I'm very possessive of our relationship and who we are as a couple. You go around and be talking about <laughs> but he can't like and he has to talk to other women he has to but i look at it like she wants something she's looking for something you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of divorced yeah. women my age that are looking for somebody like him because i'm very spoiled i'm super spoiled and they're like oh you know what is russ doing for you and like, get a, you know get I, in there and so i have to protect that relationship that i have with him yeah, and it's a valid point. Like, if you feel like, you know, like, oh. He doesn't think it's that valid, though. He thinks it's ridiculous. But at the same time, if you have a strong bond and relationship and y'all communicate, then there's there should be a secureness of that. Five Bandicia Season 5 is sponsored by SNR Creative. Are you putting your money towards visibility but not seeing any change or business growth? Well, that is the problem. SNR Creative is a boutique marketing and business development firm in Houston that specializes in turning your ideas into reality in the most creative way possible. From social media management to website development, graphic design to event management, this full service creative team does it all. The world can't go on without your services, so let's make sure everybody knows your name. You're either fascinating or forgotten. What will you choose? Get ahead and above the competition by contacting SNR Creative with the link in my bio. Mention Vibes by Alicia and receive a free business consultation. Vibes by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by SheSpace. Hey you! Yes you! Badass hardworking boss. If you're tired of cliché spaces, of the regular and unimpressive, you want to add a little bit of spice to the shared co-working experience, I have just the place. SheSpace is the hub for bold women. It's the queen's throne away from home. I firmly believe in the proximity principle, which refers to the intention of surrounding yourself with the people who embody your ambitions to achieve them. Find that proximity and experience the dream job life here at SheSpace. With membership, you'll have access to a multitude of amenities, a robust calendar of events, and overall a group of like-minded women. So what are you waiting for? Come and see us at SheSpace. Fives by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by Finest Blood. Finest Blood provides patients and partners and clinics with service at its finest. Avoid mixed diagnosis in unprecedented times and commit to laboratory services in the finest way. Whether you are participating in mobile or in-lab services, we will provide you with the finest care and make sure your satisfaction is met. No more waiting long hours in clinics. No more waiting long hours for results. No more leaving the comfort of your own home, if that's what you choose. At Finest Blood, our system is designed to alleviate the challenges of accessibility and timeliness of lab work while providing exceptional customer care. We provide you with the best, best care in anything that we do. Come and see us or follow us at finestbloodllc.com. Okay, let's, okay, so let's ask the question, the one that everyone's wondering, 20-plus mm -hmm. years mm -hmm. of marriage, yeah. 21. Uh, successfully, yeah. 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 
successful. How does that happen when Daisy and I, everyone else knows you, yeah. we see you as a power couple mm -hmm. right. who's madly Thank in you. love, yeah. who's attracted to each other, who yeah. can't keep your hands up no, each other. Yeah. How does that happen after 20 years? Yeah. You answer first, because you know what I want to say. <laughs> I want to hear both of you. That's a good question. You know, for, interview, though. No, no, no. Yeah. For me, it's what Rusk has um, his support for me and, and support of my dreams and support of who I've become along the way. And also not questioning me in terms of mothering. He accepts me as a mother of our children. He assessed me as as his wife, as wild as um as opinionated as I am. He loves that about me. He loves those flaws that other men would see as flaws, like oh she fucking talks too much, or she has an opinion on everything. He mm -hmm. finds it endearing and powerful. Meaning you have a strong personality. I have a strong personality. He likes that, yeah. and that's, that's and and the other thing, yeah, it's like he knows that if if he can count on me, he can count on me. I'm not gonna falter. And when I say ride or die, I really am ride or die. I really am that person that if he says, I need you for this, I'm going to be there no matter what. I truly No matter what. If there's anyone who's ever said yeah. ride or die, I believe it. I believe it comes yeah. from It is. Yeah. It is. And I'm like that with my friends too. That's why I have a very close yeah. friends because I don't give my energy to people that don't deserve my energy. I give my energy to people who deserve it. So I told Russ is that if I love you, I'm 120% right. in love with you, all over you, all about you. Yeah. The minute you fuck up or you do something stupid, right. disconnect it. Right. You're disconnected. Because for <laughs> me, my love and my energy is so in all encompassing that either you deserve it or you don't. So what can Daisy and I and many of your listeners learn from your relationship. Because Number one, yeah, of course. It's about dating yeah. world. So please, you have a successful relationship. Yeah, 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 we do. You have two wonderful children. So please, what Number can one, we communicate a lot. All day long, we're communicating yeah. with each other. What we're doing, where we're mm -hmm. going, we're, what, who we're talking to, what's happening. I won't, sure. I won't go to a lunch without him knowing where I'm going. If I'm going to go to a lunch with another man, for example, for business, I will invite another woman to come along. I can't even, even though do he, doesn't, he doesn't think I should do that. I do it because it's, it's, it's something that I feel I should do that. If I'm on Instagram and a and a guy texts me or there's a DM, automatic deletion. There's no, there's no, he knows that for me, I am all in and it's there are all, no doubts there's no doubt. And I make it very clear to him that he is my end all be all and I love him and he's my world. You know, as a woman, mm -hmm. as, as, as a, as a traditional woman, I make sure that he's taken care of. I make sure that when he comes home, he's comfy that I don't bombard him with problems. He makes, and I make it all comfortable and wonderful and beautiful for him. Why? Because I want him to come home to me every single day. I don't want him to have an idea of like going to, out with his friends because it's more fun to be out with his friends. I want him to come home and be like, baby, you want a, ne you want a Netflix? Yeah, let's watch Netflix. What do you need, honey? You need a little drink? I'll make you a little drink. I make his life so comfortable and so easy, even when he was working seven hours a week, even when he was coming home and he was still working sometimes on Sundays. I would make it so easy for him to be able to be with me because I wanted him to be encompassed by my love and my attention that I wanted him to know that, yeah, I know what you're doing, baby. I know exactly where you're heading. 
But and I'm what, there with you. Is asking is, how do you get to that point? You can't. Yeah. Just you get somebody. to that point. Yeah, you get to that point because by. We all want to do that. We yeah, I mean, it sounds like the epitome of what we're looking for. They're all looking it's for the dream it. relationship. Right. So. And that doesn't mean that I'm not a woman in the fullest sense. I'm still an independent woman. You're I'm a still powerful. Power, I mean, I'm still voice. driven. I'm still ambitious. I still do whatever right. the fuck I want. Right. But I think what they're. I, I'll answer your question. Please. It, it's just luck. It's luck. luck we found each other. It's luck. No, she manifested you. No, I don't believe in that. No, she I, I didn't. No, I, we do. I manifested I, I, him. I think that she gave right. all that we were. She answered right. the question. Right, she did. But, but what if she didn't find me? What if I didn't show up to that boxing match that we had met at Cesar Chavez and De La Hoya in September 19th, mm -hmm. 1998, 7 p.m.? What if we didn't meet? The next man would have gotten all of that of me too. But but you had but there, That's that man had to have yeah. attributes. But he probably couldn't have been here and, with you right. side by side twenty years later. Right. We we all want to give that to somebody, but you have to find that person in order to give that to because that person doesn't reciprocate or doesn't have those attributes or characteristics or traits. You can't do that. You have to find somebody in order to be able to open up that way. And that is, as Daisy and I know, that is the tough part. The tough part. To yeah. find Finding that one somebody. person but, to take that risk off, so to take the what, chance, to take guys, the chance with yeah. Taking it's it's what you said. Well, both of you said it's it's taking the chance yes. and being open to it. Yeah, and I know you right. don't believe in manifesting, but Alicia does. I did. I've always done that. Knew, like she was very sure whether you believe in manifesting or not. She was specifically sure on what she wanted. And when you are open to whatever could happen. That's when all that will come absolutely. to you. When you're resistant to it, it right. is not going to happen. No, absolutely. But I think, and I also think it's it's not just okay. Love. So your def your definition of manifesting is different the way I think about it. Your definition is being open. I think being open, but being right. very because receptive to it. Receptive to it. Very concrete because the man, huh? Concrete. It's very concrete. I mean, manifestations are very concrete. Yeah, that's, still that's, that's, that's the way I want. see it. Is that and, you state um, it, you think it, you talk about it, you kind open. of pray to something. Being open. But it's being open. That's different. Being open minded is how I see manifestation. But actually thinking it all the time and talking to people about it doesn't bring it to you. I mean, you have to physically and mentally be open about stuff for it to happen. That's true. Yeah. Right. And, That's what you said. Yes, but I thought and, you were talking about, because what I always hear from Lisa's friends is a lot of fluffy stuff. She's yeah. like, they're like, oh, if I just pray to this, or I pray to no. that, or I talk to No, this, that's not what it is. That's okay. not what it is. Okay, so that's good. I'm she glad that was clarified. But also, whatever you're wanting, the thing is, if you want a certain guy or woman of whatever, you need to become that. Like, you have to become what you want to attract. If right. you want somebody that's ambitious, then you need to be ambitious. If you want somebody that likes to work out, then you Absolutely. need to work out. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. down yeah. to... Being becoming what you want to attract. Exactly. And eventually, that person will fall in line with with in alignment with what you're doing. You're absolutely correct, yes. Daisy. Because if I if I wasn't driven, if I wasn't ambitious, Russ wouldn't give me the time of day. Exactly, because you knew that he won't. And when he saw me at the university walking around with the resting bitch face, he was enthralled by that. He was. He was he was inquisitive. He was wanting to know who that girl was because I was different. So Russ was attracted to that differentness about me, the the things that made me different. Oh yeah. Oh Russ, Russ will tell you I would walk through campus and not look at anybody because that's who I was. I was hyper focused because of my upbringing. Yeah. 
hyper focused. He goes, you would throw your backpack in your little Corolla, your little Toyota Corolla and never look at anybody. He said, you're absolutely right. I never looked at anybody. Why? Because everybody around me was a distraction. Everything around me was a distraction. And I was 18, 19, 20, 21. I was super hyper focused on what I wanted to do in my life. Daisy, you know what my pickup line was, Felicia? What? You will never <laughs> drive a Toyota Corolla again. Oh, I had my Corolla for a long time. She was in grad school at Chase Bank throughout her undergrad, which is obviously not a secret. She's two years older than me. And you're in 10 months. <laughs> so you're 35, 37. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. 44, 46. So she, 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 yeah, she's so I had I knew about Elisa because I knew her sister, and because we were in the same group of friends, because her sister was a year younger mm -hmm. than me. But we had the same clique. We were in the same majors, but St. Thomas is a very small school. Everyone kind of knows everybody. Yeah. Except the grad school. Grad school was a they were the leading people. But there were some grad schools that had come in, but Elisa was part of all the Spanish organizations. I had friends that were Hispanic, so we mm -hmm. kind of we all kind of intermingled. We kind of mix. Always had my eyes on her the entire time. Yeah, the Arabs seen... and the Hispanics, obviously. Right. She had, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I had come in, and Elisa sat. Uh, we went to mutual friends' boxing fight. We watched it on TV. I opened the door. Elisa comes in, and I said, "I know you." And she says, and "She doesn't know anything about me." And so I sit down. I said, "So what do you think about Proposition 187, the California Education System?" Never stopped talking to her after that. That was it. Because I was, she was an education major. I so that was 1998, and that was a big proposition in California right. for bilingual ed. Bilingual ed. And that's how we were talking. I didn't do the corny stuff. I went straight to the. You you intrigued her in a different <laughs> level, which again, it's right. not. He, so he, it's tickled my, he tickled right. my mind. He tickled my mind. Yeah. No, and my dad was there. My yeah. daddy was there, and my dad was. On the drive home, he goes, oh, that guy is all into you. Are, are you ready? I'm like, what are you talking about, papi? He goes, right oh, oh, that guy was so into you. He's going to call you. He, fol he followed you with his eyes wherever you went. He followed you. And I'm like, uh, and my dad, dad, my dad, my dad, yeah. my dad, and my dad, even till today, he will talk to Russ. He's like, oh, Russ, I remember the day yeah. you met Alicia. I was there. And he's just so funny because he will remind him every time. Right. So that was a Friday. And then Saturday happens, so there's no word. Well, no was, word. First of all, Daisy. No word Alicia from Russ on Saturday. Alicia wasn't at home Saturday. She was at a club. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was out clubbing. But no word from so, Russ. So I was out clubbing. It's good that I didn't call because if she wasn't at home, then I would have thought, I'm never calling again. So it actually worked out. That's what I'm talking about, luck. It's luck. Because if she wasn't at home and i found out that some her cousin who lived at the house her sister picked up oh she's at a club and i then i don't think she wasn't into me then i'm never calling again it was good i did not call saturday i called sunday and she happened to be at home i would i didn't find out about the club until months later later, later yeah you call it luck i think it's just the universe like aligning where What's it needs luck? to be right yeah, yeah, that's luck thing. yeah it's okay. like yeah, it's but whatever y'all believe in listeners then we just put it in that same yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. there you go that's right that's right uh fate it's fate. It's fate. It's yes. fate. I think it's what's meant to be will always be. And we as, as humans are very resistant because we fixate on wanting to have this certain person or the criteria. Or whatever. But you need to dig deeper and really be like, okay, take an example for Alicia and the rest. Like, 
Mm-hmm. What do you really want in life? Mm-hmm. Like, what are mm-hmm. your goals? Like, for financially, like, do you want to travel? Do you want to have kids? Do you not? Like, what are important and what's not important? And if those things align with the person that you're dating, you're absolutely right. correct, Daisy. Because even then, I yes. I wasn't going to give them the time of the day because right. it was a white boy, right. and white mm-hmm. people, in my perspective, they were not family oriented. And my family is everything to me. My mom and my dad, I did everything for them. But Russ comes from an immigrant family, so his family was very much in tune with the way that I exactly they understood, and his his upbringing was very much like mine. And if I would have said no, you know, you're not in my culture, I would have deleted somebody that was super really in tune with me. Yeah. But sometimes we delete people because this we don't know. This guy is right here, 23 years later. Yeah, you're right. He's Which in, one? and. Uh, yeah, 23, oh 23 years, oh 23, God. yeah, 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 I know a lot of people around here, and there's not one couple who, there is no couple who compares to y'all. I mean, uh, we, oh, I mean, just that. outside looking in, like we see passion, we see love, we see a relationship, we see commonalities. You have two beautiful children. Yeah. I, I am, um, you guys are very blessed. Well, we want you guys to be blessed. Really do. I don't know that blessed is the word I would use. Right. I would say we are very fortunate. You're very fortunate. No, but we want them to sure. be fortunate. I think so. I think we are. And I think that it's, uh, again, I, I was talking to my friend yesterday in my podcast and hashtag couple goals. Hashtag couple goals because people say, oh, you guys are a couple goals. It is a lifetime of understanding. It's a lifetime of talking. It's a lifetime of 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 really negotiating and compromising. Yeah. It's a lifetime of communicating to each other what we want from each other. Russ being super honest at the beginning. This is what I need from you. And me being super honest. This is what I need from you. Right from the beginning. When we were finally like really monogamous. I'm not saying like the first date. That's what we talked about earlier. It's not the first date. It is a conversation that comes with time, but it was like a super clear communication where I was like, this is what I need from you as in in terms of my boyfriend, because you were my boyfriend at the time. And the same thing came from him. So, you know, you've been asking a lot of questions today. So for Daisy and I, (laughs) on behalf of Daisy, what are your what are your recommendations Russ you go for that one because I already talked too much flexibility in what sense in in all senses in all senses flexibility is is key to any relationship whether it's personal business family we you know I was told when I was uh, having my first son that it's 50-50 nature nurture and I was thinking I have 50% of control of my kid. And then my kid gets older and I realize I have no control over this kid, especially when he turned a teenager, right? So then I start reading books. I start reading, you know, different journals. I start realizing that's all bullshit. It's actually, to me, in my personal opinion, probably 70, 80% nur- nature over nurture. I think you have less control over who we are, how we're born biologically, uh, 
physiological, all that kind of stuff, because our older son and our younger son are different people. Mm-hmm. Older son is, you know, he's a right brain kid. I don't know where that happened from, because at least in our left brain, I'm very left brain, Lisa's more to the center. How we got a right brain kid, I have no idea. So we had to take, we had to do a major pivot in our minds yeah. to be emotionally supportive of the kid and not to be uh, critical critical of him because, you know, and he's actually a good kid. You know, he doesn't wake up at nine or 10 o'clock on the weekends. He wakes up at seven. Uh, he does a lot of good things. He's out there actually making the video today, but it's still not enough for me. You're the, the rapper. The rap, the rap yeah. video. Yes. The, he, he does, does the rap, the rap videos. videos. He was doing another video for actually the Afghan refugees that were coming in. My neighbor works at some, uh, she's a CEO. Of some, Incredible. Right. So Incredible. a beautiful, beautiful right. mission that he's working on right now. So um, the flexibility to me is as you get older to be less, to be more tolerant of other people. And in order to find a relationship with somebody, you got to accept the flaws. And Thomas and I had this conversation. We had first met and then we had a conversation at our house with some other trainers from sweat. And I said, you guys are all great looking people. You guys are all fit. You guys have, you know, you have muscle definition. Beautiful Girl, people. Physically, right? Yeah. Vanessa, physical, beautiful. Abby, all of them are gorgeous. Them, right? Gorgeous. But they all, um, I don't want to bring this up again, but they all seem to have a uh, hard time finding relationships because you guys are the top of the dating market. Everybody wants a physical person on, on the on the outside, but they all seem to struggle to find somebody on the inside. And so the impression is, is that if you get the outside fixed, then the inside has to work. And as you get older, you start realizing it's not about the outside. It's about yeah, the inside. It is. Right? I think right? When I met Thomas, yeah. when I met Thomas, he was this bodybuilder kind of guy. And I was a little jealous. He was a guy that, that has the ability of to course. be physically an Adonis. An Adonis, right? I just could never get to that body fat that you were at. But it kind of kept motivating me to go, I'm going to get there eventually at some point. But then I started realizing everybody there doesn't have a good relationship with people because I think the the perspective and the approach is a hardcore physical first and then the mental comes later. And then you realize that once you get into the relationship that you don't have this, this, and this, hell with the physical, right? It doesn't work out. I'm not the fittest guy. Lisa's not the fittest person. You were a lot more fit, but I think you're more, you're more kind of realistic now than you were back when. Oh, without a doubt, without right. a shadow of a doubt. Right. Absolutely. And you seem to be a lot easier to deal with yeah. than you were back then. Yeah. You have, and I don't, you know, you have other people that we know that they're like, they're concentrating 120% on 0% body fat, but they seem to be miserable. Yeah. Right. Right. But the mental becomes, <laughs> the mental component yeah. becomes yeah. Right. important as, as you grow. Well, that's oh, yes. why I said beauty phase, but it's what's right. in the person's heart, right. mind, soul, what their values are. It their personality. Absolutely. Their like, being. Yes, there's an attraction, but figure out what's attractive to you. And if there's just that chemistry, you're like, okay, okay yeah. I'm feeling it. And then yeah. I think that, I think even that like a physical attraction can grow if there's that initial, like, yes, I'm, he's cute or handsome. And then you learn their heart, their soul, right. what yeah. drives them, their family oriented, like all those it's, things. It's different. Will bring yeah. it even closer because I think women are more emotionally like connected versus men are more like physically connected. Right. Right. So Absolutely. Ted Lasso, the I, I, show I think, Ted Lasso yeah. had an episode on. Yeah, this. that's no, correct. No, no but right. it's true. It's true. A though. girl can be physically attracted to a guy, even though later on, as long as she's mentally attracted to him, right? Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, I value That's, more brain and just their heart, their kindness of right. who they are as a person than I yeah. do physicality. Yeah. Like, yeah, physic, it's great right. as long as you want to work out right. and have a healthy. It's more for a healthy lifestyle right. than anything. But yes. if you're not on the same page, I'm right. Right. And then it just seems like the guys that, you know, I'm not trying to demean myself, but and make myself feel better. But the guys that seem to be zero percent body fat are so self-absorbed about themselves. That we have no time for anybody yeah. else. In this there world. is no time for anything else when you do that. There right. is no time. Yeah, right. no, there you're, you're, you're right. yeah. Because, I wouldn't be sitting here with a tequila in my right. hand at one o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon right. on Saturday if that's what I wanted. But to don't you think in retrospect they're missing out on experiences with friends, with people, and connecting in a deeper in a deeper I, level? Yeah, definitely. The amount yeah. of sacrifices I made to get ready for competition. Yeah or to look even getting ready for a sweat class when i was a trainer there like i would get up at 4 a.m in the morning to teach a 6 30 p.m uh, i'm sorry 6 30 a.m class mm -hmm. like it was nobody does that right like it was addictive right it yeah was addictive. it is yeah 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 and then you go half a day you don't eat there's no, I mean, even now, like I don't eat my first meal till four, five, six at night mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. But it just, yeah, yeah, it's um, it gets powerful. It gets pretty powerful. It does. Very powerful. Yeah. 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 Well. I think this is the conclusion of our conversation today, and I think we really got into some really good in-depth ideas yeah. um again i want to ask all of you listeners for some feedback i want to know what you're thinking i want to know what else you want to hear and if you want us to continue this conversation on communication and relationships let us know because we really want to know what you want to hear and um the tips that we have for you and maybe some of the uh, lessons that we learned along the way. And I think this was beautiful. Daisy, thank you so much for being here today and being such a beautiful addition to our podcast. Thank you for having me. I love you. Thomas, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. It was actually my idea to invite both of you. <laughs> oh, really? She, yeah, she was. Yeah. She, has, yeah, yeah, no, she yeah. said, I need somebody for... Um, no, it was a relationship and communication topic. Daisy, I said, just, you guys automatically can all my head right away. I said, Daisy, based on what Lisa has told me about you, yeah, and what course. I know about you personally, you guys are the first ones. I thought you guys would be great for this. And you guys had contributed a lot to, I think a lot of people should understand, you guys have been through the trials and tribulations of going through 20s and 30s through the generation that Lisa and I haven't been yeah. able to partake in and to kind of yeah, extrapolate, yeah. disseminate on that. Mm -hmm. So I think that was great. No, and so we're thankful for that because I think if anything, um, information and, and and knowledge just helps everybody so much, and and that's what the podcast is about. It's about giving you all information, giving you all a little education, but inspiring you to be better and to learn from our 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 life experiences, our mistakes, yeah. Yeah. the things that we've done in the past, the things that helped us in the past, and the things that can help us in the future. So thank you so much, Thomas and Amazing. Daisy, for being yeah. here. Russ, thank, thank you so, so much. much for always being a beautiful addition. Yeah, yeah, I know. I have no, to. No, no, I have to because. Yeah.
you know what? The rest doesn't like to be thanked, but I thank him for everything. And I do say, and I, I say you thank you to you right. in, in a very private way. Mr. Elatasi is very loved. Let's just say that. He's loved yeah. in every fucking way. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> I and so thank you everybody. And so if you have any feedback, let us know. We would love to know what you're thinking. Um, and salute to everybody. Yes. And thank you so much for being here today. I cannot wait to share this with you all. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Cheers. Cheers.